Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field. I started out this week doing farm visits uh, in the Tazewell County area. Saw some pretty good corn over there running in the 2 to 240 bushel range. Uh, some pretty decent potted beans as well. Uh, I think the crops are, are holding strong there. Moved from there north to Galesburg. Up in the Galesburg area, north of Galesburg, we saw corn running from 180 to 240. Uh, again, not in too bad a shape there either for water. Slipped across the river over to north, uh, just north of Burlington. And um, yields range from 170 to 230 there in the corn, but they are up against the water, similar to we are here in Dewitt County. Um, got some corn that's even starting to wilt, so whether they can hang on to that uh, may be a challenge. Moved from there up to Williamsburg, Iowa, um, in the 190-220 range there as well. And they're kind of right on the edge uh, as far as being dry. They're going to need some rain to finish that out, and they're going to need some rain to finish their beans out. Um, but up to this point, not uh, a whole bunch of stress there. Move on up to uh, Osage, Iowa, up north-central Iowa, 170-230 bushel corn up there, uh, plenty of water. They did have some pollination issues, ran into some green snap as well. Probably the biggest issue up there um, being ear count like it is everywhere else. On the way back down, coming through Rhinebeck, Iowa. If you remember those guys at our field day were kind of giddy about their prospects. They thought they had uh, pretty good looking crops, maybe as good as last year. Uh, they had good reason to be giddy and we checked from 220 to 280. Um, they do need rain to finish that out. They're getting a little bit close on the water side but some phenomenal looking corn in that area as well. Now, Northwest Iowa, uh, there's four counties up there, pretty tough shape from reports that are coming in from there. And, and I saw enough in Southeast Iowa to realize there's, you, you drive in and out of dry sections uh, pretty quickly. So there's, uh, there's a chunk of Iowa that's uh, under the gun for moisture, just like we are here in the DeWitt-McLean County area itself. And most of the places where I checked, um, they're about 10 to 30 bushel off of where they were last year. So it's still a good yield but um, on the corn, but it's, it's, it's a struggle maybe except for the guys there at Rhinebeck to get the yield checks that we got last year at this time. Almost all of that is due to lack of ear count. There is some poor pollination issues and there's some tip loss uh, out there itself. Tip loss on top of poor ear count, of course, kind of doubles down on it. A lot of areas though right now are dry on the soybean side. Uh, and the soybeans right now it's go time. Most of our beans are finishing up R4 and a lot of them are into R5. So now's when water is going to be a game changer for soybeans itself. So in the areas that are dry, if we stay dry too long we're going to give up some of that potential. The areas that got moisture, uh, now we'll see the soybeans change as far as how well we can go ahead and fill those pods itself. Now out in the cornfield, pretty much got good pollination on everything that I've seen. Uh, there definitely is tip abortion and it is visible now. So if you go out there, if you did earlier ear counts, you may want to go back, uh, especially if you had big ear counts and uh, big kernel numbers. But um, some of these varieties have thrown their tip off in the tune of 10, 15, and in some cases 40 bushel. But now you should be able to go back and make some more realistic estimates. Uh, we still got ear weight test weight to put into it itself. That'll kind of depend on how healthy your crop is and what kind of conditions we get growing conditions. I just did a quick uh, look back and compared our ET rates for the first 11 days of August this year compared to 2016 and 2015. And we are off the pace, meaning this cool weather, a little bit of cloud cover has slowed it down. So 
basically in 2017 we're looking at an inch a week as our ET rate 2016 at the same time was an inch and a quarter 2015 was an inch and a half so basically what's happened is we've tapped the brakes on our plants ability um, the first basically 15 days of August to pick up the nutrients we want now for us here in the dry area that's probably a, a gift so it slows things down a little bit and we can take some of the stress off the corn um, for the areas that got moisture though it, it may be working against you looked at the GDUs as well our 11 year average of GDUs for the first 11 or 15 days of August or 11 days of August is 250 and we're at about 225 so we're we're off the average from there as well not a big deal if this weather turns around we get what we need to finish of course is sunshine and a little bit warmer temperatures and a lot of areas could use a shot of water to make sure that we keep the fill good and deep on the corn and we keep the pod fill strong in the beans itself it is go time for beans so as we looked at a lot of puckered beans this year due to dicamba uh, getting off target um, most of them should be off and running by now they should be back to growing the new vegetative growth should be uh, clean of puckering and uh, they should be off and running and most of the fields that I've been back to look at are in this shape they're off and running you can hardly tell they were puckered earlier but for those that aren't those that where the main stem has been shortened and they didn't take off um, they're probably going to get dinged at this point meaning that the yield reduction could be pretty significant if those beans didn't take off and we want to make sure if you got one of those fields that's not taking off by now that we make sure we do everything we can to protect ourselves as far as making sure it's reported to the 800 number and um, that we've got uh, all the documentation we need to carry that on through but for the most part the fields that i've been in uh, they're back to rocking pretty good and the pot set actually looks pretty good Matter of fact, we've been to a number of fields where the puckered beans have a higher pod set than the ones that don't. So it'll be interesting to see how this uh, flushes out at the end. The big disease in corn uh, pretty much is rust. And it's rust all through the, uh, the state here in Illinois that we've been working on. And surprisingly, I saw it all over Iowa. Matter of fact, um, in northeast Iowa and north central Iowa, the rust is even worse than it is here. Um, it's not that often that you get common rust as heavy as we've seen it this year if it continues on the way it is those fields that didn't get sprayed are probably going to change the color of the combine second behind rust is the gray leaf and gray leaf is starting to make its move uh, it's not uh, anything compared to other years and then the last but not least is northern leaf blight but it's slow to the game we expected more northern leaf blight by now uh, but it is out there and it's finally starting to show up especially in the areas where it had moisture did see some goss as well out in Iowa where they had the hail and uh, again unfortunately we got 40 days left of the fill season so goss as well now can get kind of rough next week I'll head out across Indiana in the northern part of Ohio and I'll give you a report on that when I get back and see how it's compared to what we got here itself this is a good crop but it does look better from the road than it does out in the field lack of ear count is that main reason so um, if you're not if you haven't been out there doing ear counts I'm going to encourage you to make sure that you're doing ear counts so nobody gets surprised from that scenario um, because some of these fields uh, we start to struggle to get above 25 26 thousand ears and that's a, that's tough to uh, to get to some of your expected yield goals in that scenario itself beans still um, got a lot of way to go there we're actually right now we're going to start making yield so uh, areas that got moisture I think we got good possibilities 
areas that don't unfortunately it's going to put the stress on up until now we could handle a lot of stress but that that needs to change so <clears throat> hopefully um, here in a few weeks we'll start getting our hands around the bean yield itself I can tell you the corn yield in general uh, is pretty much 10 to 30 bushel off where it was in all of our counts last year I realize that uh, market wouldn't be able to see that from the road but I'm telling you that's what we're seeing from the field so I want you guys to be abreast of that in your marketing decisions and don't oversell your corn with that keep her safe keep her moving